Uh, thanks, Joanna. Uh, can I say, uh, if you're a parent with little kids and you're worried about noise, don't worry about it. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I wonder, though, what is it that engages you? Uh, what, what sort of occupies your thinking um, and uh, your emotions? Uh, and, and, of course, there's all kinds of things, isn't there? There's family life and there's work life. And I understand that some of you are even into chess, of all things. Uh, so that occupies you to, to some extent or another. Uh, but worry is a big one, isn't it? Uh, up late at night, I can't sleep, tossing and turning because of, of worry. Exhausted and, and stressed throughout the day, unsettled, worrying. And we, we, I mean, we worry about what the future holds. We worry about our health and the, the health of our loved ones. We worry about the state of our savings or lack thereof them, our employment situation. We, we worry about being happy. Uh, or we worry about how we're perceived by those around us. What does such and such think of me? And on and on and on and on and on. And on. We're engaged in worry. And sometimes we can be worried and not even know why. And some of us are more prone to that than others. And at times it's appropriate to get some professional help. So when Jesus says in verse 25 of that passage that was just read for us, I tell you, do not worry about your life. It's challenging, isn't it? And the antidote to worry here is, as Jesus sees it, it's not the absence of trouble when everything's sorted out, but it has to do with who the God of the Bible is and who we are in relation to him. Uh, That verse 25, look at that if you've got it in front of you. Maybe it can come up here on the screen. Uh, And the context is Jesus has just told those who are following him to not store up treasure on earth, but treasure in heaven. And then he says, therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? And the implied answer, of course, is yes, (laughs) there is more to life than those things. Uh, Beware of reducing life to that which is material. And for the people in the original context, Uh, back, you know, 2,000 years ago, listening to Jesus, the concern over food uh, and clothes for them would have been so much more intense than it is for most of us here today. Will I be able to put food on the table today? Uh, Winter's coming. Do we have clothing enough to keep the little ones warm and healthy? Uh, Our context, it's different. We're in wealthy Australia but these things still worry us. Uh, A friend of mine, a a really good friend and a a mentor-type figure said to me years ago, you've got to get yourself financially set up for life. Uh, By that, he was meaning first importance, get money in the bank, get a home loan underway, and make sure your super's on track. But Jesus says nothing of the sort. There's a greater reality than worrying about our clothes and food. And in fact, what is it? they're outside and we're not outside. I think it would be nice to, maybe I can point to a bird in here actually. 
but he points to the birds, verse 26. And they don't sow or reap, says Jesus, store away in barns. They're not busy farming and storing away last year's crop, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they, as you look at the birds cared for? There's a little rhyme. Uh, said the robin to the sparrow, I should really like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, friend, I think that it must be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. And Jesus, he's arguing from the lesser to the greater, isn't he? God cares for the birds. How much more must that be true of his people? And the little rhyme, it breaks down in that the Bible does not ever refer to God as the heavenly father of the birds. Of course, he cares for them as creator, as he does all of the animals. But to call the all-powerful, mighty creator God, heavenly father, dad, that is a right reserved just for those who trust and follow Jesus. And this heavenly father, he's the perfect dad, unlike our messed up earthly ones. In verse 27, you know, Jesus just states the obvious. Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? The implied answer, no. Worry may actually shorten your life. It may make life more miserable but it will not give you another moment in your life. And in verses 28 to 30 in that uh, passage that Joanna read for us, uh, we're still outside uh, and Jesus moves from food to the length of life and then it's clothes. You're worried about your clothes, what you'll wear. See the flowers of the field, says Jesus. You go and look. They're not anxiously toiling. We need more money. Yet, yet, yet I tell you, he says, not even King Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. And Jesus goes on in verse 30, if that is how God cares for the grass of the field, which is here today and chucked in the fire tomorrow, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? And so I hope that just from a, it's a fairly clear passage, isn't it? And so I hope that we can see see clearly that the antidote to worry is knowing who God is and who we are in relation to him. And so I should say, if you're someone who doesn't yet trust and follow Jesus, you've got to come to him, do you not? And breathe the greatest sigh of relief that you have ever breathed before. If you do know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, the forgiveness of sins, and so adopted into God's family, you call God the Father, Dad. And so you should know that you're cared for beyond what you can even imagine. Doesn't mean there won't be trouble. There may be much of it. But it does mean that you are secure for this life and for the next. Uh, Oswald Chambers, he said, worry is an indication that we think God can't actually look after us. 
E. Stanley Jones said, Worry is a sin against the loving care of the Father. Uh, John O'Bunell, that's me. Uh, I say this is very challenging because we worry. Because we worry. But there is no need for if you hand your life to Jesus Christ, you will be, you are loved and cared for now and into eternity. If you're not engaged in uh, worry about your life, uh, the things that we'd like to have, the things that we feel that we need, if you're not, uh, if your thinking and your emotions aren't dominated by worry, it frees up so much time and energy, doesn't it? In fact, when we come to Jesus, we realise that we're a part of something that is so much bigger than ourselves. You see this in verse 31 to 34. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or, or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. First importance, me and my needs. No. First importance, getting financially set up for life. No. First importance, God's kingdom, God's righteousness. That is looking to him. That is living for him. That is enjoying him in all of life. Um, and I reckon it's interesting that apparently one of the key things to resilience is being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. If all there is, is me and my needs and my happiness, well, there is great reason to be anxious and worry. But to be a part of God's grand plan, his kingdom's work, cared for by a loving father today and for eternity, well, that has to be the most wonderful thing ever. Uh, you know, John Wesley, the famous hymn writer, perhaps, uh, he was on board a, a ship bound for Georgia in 1736. And a great storm uh, shredded uh, the mainsail and flooded the decks. Different sort of sailing regatta uh, to what the Macphersons were doing. And, and what happened on that ship in that great storm, it was formative in him coming to trust in Jesus. Uh, many English passengers aboard the ship uh, in, uh, were terrified. And they were worried that they, they would soon be swallowed by the deep. But a group of Moravian missionaries calmly sang throughout the storm, unafraid of death. It didn't worry them. This is Wesley recounting what happened in his diary. A terrible screaming began among the English. The Moravians calmly sang on. I asked one of them afterwards, was you not afraid? He answered, I thank God, no. I asked, but were not your women and children afraid? 
He replied mildly, no, our women and children are not afraid to die. I went to their crying, trembling neighbours and pointed out the difference in the hour of trial between him that feareth God and him that feareth him not. At 12, the wind fell. This was the most glorious day which I have yet seen. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Yes. Yes. I wonder, do you know God the Father as your dad through Jesus Christ? And if so, are you on board with him and his purposes? Do you recognise that you're a part of something that is so much bigger, so much more wonderful than little old you as you worry and are anxious? Is that what engages you? God's grand plan of salvation? Or have you mixed things around and gotten yourself worried about your life? I know that I can very easily do that. And so I expect, so can you. So how about we pray about that now? Let's pray. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the challenging words of Jesus. That he can say, do not worry about your life, uh, is really confronting. As we worry and worry and worry. Lord, we acknowledge that without you, there is much to worry about. But with you, knowing uh, the forgiveness of sin, uh, knowing uh, the adoption of being a part of your family, calling Jesus our big brother and heaven our home, and you our Father, that we are cared for now and forever. Lord, forgive us for the way we have mixed things around and we pray that you would remind us that we are a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. Lord, as we know the security that Jesus brings, uh, help us to seek your kingdom and your righteousness that we might live for you and enjoy you, that we might follow you all the days of our lives. Uh, And we pray, Lord, that you would be bringing more and more people to yourself through Jesus, that they too might know this great salvation. Amen.